Hello and welcome to Meiwei's Chinese Medicine Matters podcast, where we share traditional Chinese medicine news, research, and topics relevant to TCM practitioners and students. I'm Lauren Caulfield, and in today's episode, William McLean will be discussing male factor infertility. William McLean is a graduate of the New South Wales College of Natural Therapies with a diploma in traditional Chinese medicine in 1987, and the University of Technology Sydney with a master's in science in traditional Chinese medicine in 2004. Will interned at the Red Cross Hospital in Hangzhou, China, and apprenticed for several years under the renowned Chris Madden. In addition to the clinical handbook series, Will is the author of several works on Chinese medicine, including the Clinical Manual of Chinese Herbal Patent Medicines and the Clinical Handbook of Chinese Herbs. Will has taught widely in Australia, Europe, and the U.S. And while recently retired from nearly 30 years of clinical practice, maintains an ongoing interest in the development of strategies for the understanding and treatment of chronic infections, lingering pathogens, and chronic inflammatory disorders. Male factor infertility is associated with problems of sperm quality. And/or delivery, and appears to be increasing significantly in the Western world. Infertility can be associated with a variety of factors, including low sperm concentration, the non-liquefaction of semen, a high proportion of abnormal sperm, sperm motility problems, and structural impediments in the reproductive pathway. In Chinese, the word for sperm and essence is the same. That's Jing. Generally, that means that sperm is one external manifestation of essence. They have the same origin and are inextricably linked. According to Chinese medicine, the quality of sperm and its ability to fertilize an ovum is intimately linked to the health of the kidneys, and requires a number of factors to converge. Firstly. Sperm has to be formed in sufficient numbers, which is a function of kidney essence. They must be healthy, motile, and energetic, and this requires intact kidney yang. At the same time, the seminal fluid that maintains them on their journey towards the egg must be nutritious and of the right consistency, and this is a function of kidney yin. Secondly, the hardware must be functional. The passageway from the testes to the urethral meatus must be clear and unimpeded by phlegm, damp heat, or blood stasis, and the hydraulics of the reproductive system must be intact to enable copulation and ejaculation to occur. While the widespread intervention of in vitro fertilization and intracytoplasmic sperm injection has rendered copulation and ejaculation less relevant for the purposes of reproduction. The crucial factor, from the Chinese medical point of view, remains the quality of the essence that goes into making the baby. It's this essence that determines the health and vitality of the next generation. Sperm and the supporting matrix of fluids and nutrients can be damaged by a variety of factors, of which kidney deficiency and heat are the most important. 
acquired or congenital weakness of the kidneys leads to poor or abnormal production of sperm. Heat, in the form of damp heat, heat from yin deficiency, the heat that's generated by prolonged cheek constraint, an external pathogen with high fever, or an environmental source such as uh, tight pants, excessive use of saunas and so on, has a significant effect on seminal quality and quantity. Being so young, sperm function best in a slightly cool environment. Similarly, seminal fluids are congealed and thickened by heat. There's a wide variety of etiological factors that can contribute to poor sperm quality. These include the diet, medications and drug use, emotional factors, age, work habits, and constitutional factors, external pathogenic invasions, and environmental factors. In terms of diet, perhaps the most important contributing factor in the modern world is overconsumption of food in general and excessive consumption of rich, greasy, sweet and spicy foods and alcohol in particular. These factors can result in middle burner disharmony and the generation of damp heat. Any damp heat that is generated in the middle burner can sink down and settle into the lower burner. Alternatively, an excessively cold-natured or raw diet can weaken spleen qi and yang, leading to dampness, which in turn can stagnate and generate heat and damp heat. Persistent damp heat in the lower burner damages essence and yin and congeals fluids, while prolonged spleen deficiency drains kidney yang. A wide variety of common medications and recreational substances have a deleterious effect on sperm quality and quantity. These include things like alcohol, nicotine, cannabis, cocaine, some antihypertensive medications, narcotics, phenytoin, chemotherapy, steroids, sulfasalazine, cimetidine, colchicine, to name just the most common. Emotional factors can be influential. Persistent repressed emotions and stress constrain the circulation of liver qi. And as the liver channel passes through the lower burner, the movement of lower burner qi as well. Persistent qi constraint in turn generates heat or fire, which can then damage essence, blood and yin. The combination of heat and essence damage leads not only to poor sperm quality and production, but can also lead to weakness of the sinews and the ancestral sinew of the liver, that is the penis, with detrimental effects on erectile function as well. Once qi is obstructed, it also fails to lead the blood, resulting in qi and blood stasis with additional heat accumulation. Constrained liver qi can invade and weaken the spleen, causing qi deficiency and leakage from blood of blood from the vessels, or to the development of dampness, which then sinks into the lower burner, potentially generating heat and establishing the damp heat cycle again. Aging, work habits and general exhaustion are also very influential. The volume of available essence declines with age, 
And although men can father children into their twilight years, the quality of sperm and the potential quality of their essence that the children inherit becomes progressively meagre. Acquired kidney deficiency as a result of working long hours or in gruelling labour, excessive sexual activity, chronic illness, drug use or lack of restorative sleep has much the same effect and may intervene at a younger age. In some people, constitutional factors can be significant. A congenital weakness of essence will contribute to poor sperm production. If this is the case, there will usually be other clear signs of congenital kidney weakness, such as delayed onset of puberty uh, and secondary sex characteristics, undescended testicles, and so on. External pathogens can be important. Damp heat can gain access to the lower burner through the local collaterals and channels, or as mentioned previously, be introduced with the diet. When damp heat gains access to the lower burner directly by transmission via sexual activity, the features are largely contained within the lower burner. When damp heat sinks into the lower burner from the middle burner, symptoms of middle burner disharmony and weight problems are generally apparent. As mentioned previously, damp heat, regardless of the source, is a common and important cause of sperm disorders and infertility. It damages essence and sperm and leads to poor morphology and the congealing of semen and seminal fluid. Finally, a variety of environmental factors can be very important, and these include those that negatively affect sperm quality by generating heat. The heat can originate from constrictive underwear, frequent exposure to saunas or hot tubs, long motorcycle or pushbike rides, and the frequent use of laptop computers. In addition, a variety of industrial and environmental chemicals, such as organic solvents like benzene, toluene, xylene, some pesticides and herbicides, can also negatively impact sperm quality. There are a variety of patterns, including liver cheek constraint, damp heat, and kidney deficiency. Cheek constraint and damp heat tend to be more common in a younger age group. Uh, and of course, as men get older, the kidney deficiency component becomes more and more significant. Less common patterns include phlegm damp, blood stasis, and chin blood deficiency. Sperm problems of a liver cheek and strength type are seen in stressed, rushed, tense individuals who work and play hard. These men will often also have a high intake of heat-promoting stimulants, such as coffee, tobacco and alcohol. This is mostly seen in younger men, in whom the kidney chi is relatively intact. Prolonged cheek constraint is often complicated by damp heat due to the relationships of the primary pathological triad, and when chronic, by yin deficiency. These individuals often present with infertility as well as low libido. They often suffer from intermittent erectile dysfunction, which tends to improve while on holiday and when relaxed. The sperm count can be low, and there may be an inability to ejaculate during intercourse. The more heat there is from constraint, the more likely sperm production is to be disrupted, 
and the greater the abnormal sperm morphology. These guys tend to be depressed, irritable and moody, suffer from headaches, stiffness of the upper back and neck, and intermittent fatigue that tends to be better for exercise and activity. When there's a lot of heat, they'll look flushed, be easily angry, and suffer from insomnia. Treatment is pretty straightforward, and this is one of those cases where acupuncture tends to shine. But when using herbs, a very simple strategy aimed at regulating liver chi can be employed. Something along the lines of Chaihu Shugansan, for example, augmented by herbs that have a specific sperm strengthening effect, such as Tusutsa, Shenling Pi, Tusutsa, and Ba Ji Tian. The damp heat pattern reflects sperm problems in men with chronic infection or some sort of inflammation in the lower burner. In Chinese medicine, damp heat is due either to an external invasion, some sort of infection such as chronic prostatitis, or deleterious lifestyle habits such as excessive consumption of alcohol and a rich diet. The prolonged stagnation of damp heat in the lower burner overheats and damages sperm and then gradually depletes yin and or congeals blood into blood stasis. The relative proportion of dampness and heat can vary quite considerably and the clinical features will vary accordingly. But in general, damp heat patterns are characterized by infertility problems with a low sperm count, poor morphology and a high percentage of abnormal forms or dead sperm and poor motility. The ejaculate can be excessively viscous, clumpy and yellow and display poor liquefaction. There is often excessive sweating, itching, distending pain or rashes around the scrotum and groin or sporadic mucopurulent discharge from the urethra. In addition to these specific features, there are usually the classical features of damp heat, including heat intolerance or a low-grade fever rising in the afternoon, lethargy and afternoon fatigue, abdominal distension, heartburn, belching, loose stools or alternating constipation and diarrhoea. And in addition, these patients tend to be overweight, suffer from chronic mucus congestion, acne, pimples on the inner thighs, uh, and sleep disorders characterised by snoring. Depending on the degree of heat and the balance of dampness and heat, there are a variety of strategies that can be employed. When the heat component is relatively dominant, a formula such as Long Dan Shiagan Tang can be used for a few weeks until things start to cool down a little bit. It's important not to overuse a very cooling formula such as this because it can damage the young and weaken the spleen and potentially aggravate the sperm problems in the longer term. Once the heat aspect is receding, the focus then shifts towards leaching the dampness away. In such cases where dampness is predominant, it can be cleared and leached away with a formula such as San Ren Tang or Bi Xia Shang Sperm disorders as a result of damp heat generally respond to treatment, but in most cases the treatment must continue for at least several months, along with any appropriate changes to the diet and habits. 
Patients should generally expect to see some improvement in sperm quality and volume, and of course the symptoms of damp heat, within a few months. When damp heat is present, kidney tonic herbs should be avoided, at least until the damp heat has been cleared. In most cases, simply clearing damp heat will be enough to restore healthy sperm. In older patients or those with yin damage from the damp heat, kidney tonics can be phased in as a tongue coat clears and other signs of damp heat recede. The third group of patterns underlying sperm disorders are the kidney deficiencies. These include kidney yang deficiency and kidney yin deficiency, as well as the more severe kidney jing deficiency or kidney essence deficiency. In my experience, the kidney deficiency patterns are not so common in clinic, although with populations growing older and older and having babies later and later, they are becoming more common. The kidney deficiency patterns tend to be seen in an older age group, those over 40 in particular, and also in those who have lived a chaotic or stressful lifestyle. They can also be seen in men whose initial inheritance of essence was inadequate and in those who have used a lot of drugs, in particular the kidney-depleting stimulants such as amphetamines and cocaine. Kidney young deficiency gives rise to infertility with low sperm motility or immotile sperm and a low sperm count. The ejaculate tends to be thin and watery with poor agglutination. Low libido or disinterest in sex are marked and an inability to achieve or maintain an erection is intermittent. If erection is achieved, there may be inability to reach orgasm or weak ejaculation. In addition, these patients feel cold. They feel cold and they look pale. They have sore back and knees, are cold intolerant, feel cold to the touch and tend to be quite listless, fatigue, and somnolent. Your typical yang deficiency features. The tongue will be big, pale, wet, and swollen. The treatment is to warm and tonify kidney yang, augment the essence, and promote spermatogenesis. And this can be done fairly in a fairly straightforward fashion with a formula such as Ba Wei Di Huang Wan or Yo Gui Wan or with the very specific sperm-producing formula, Urshian Schertzetang. The sperm disorders of a kidney yang deficiency type can respond to treatment depending on the age of the patient. Older patients with significantly depleted yang from ageing or other factors will take longer to respond. And in general, their response tends to be somewhat less satisfactory while younger patients with lifestyle-acquired young deficiency generally do better. Sperm problems as a result of kidney indeficiency, on the other hand, tend to be more common in my experience than the, those from young deficiency. Kidney yin is the physical base of the nutritive and fluid elements that maintain and transport the developing sperm. Kidney yin is also responsible for cooling the developing sperm and balancing their inherent youngness and tendency to overheat. Sperm death, low sperm concentrations and hyperviscosity of seminal fluids tend to result from kidney yin deficiency. 
a significant proportion of men over the age of 40 have some degree of kidney indeficiency as a result of work stress and poor lifestyle choices. And of course, both prolonged liver cheek constraint and damp heat can both contribute to yin damage. A hectic lifestyle, overwork, excessive sexual activity, long-term dehydration and stimulant drug use are also common contributing factors to yin damage. Infertility of a yin deficiency type is characterised by low sperm count, poor sperm morphology, reduced semen volume and a tendency to seminal hyperviscosity. Patients often have a reasonable libido but uh, with limited performance or premature ejaculation. In contrast to the yang deficient type, these patients tend to run hot and dry. They'll look flushed or have flushed cheeks, suffer from night sweats and a sensation of heat in the feet and in the palms of the hands. They tend to be dry in general. Mouth, throat, skin and mucous membranes with dry stools or constipation. Dizziness and tinnitus are fairly common and tend to be more noticeable after sex. The treatment aims to nourish and tonify kidney yin, as well as augmenting the essence and promoting spermatogenesis. And this can be achieved with a straightforward formula such as Jirbai Di Huangwan or Li Wei Di Huangwan, augmented by herbs that promote spermatogenesis such as Nujensa, Wu Weitsa, and Tu Suitsa. Male factor infertility of a kidney indeficient type generally responds to treatment and in this case herbs are the central pillar of a treatment strategy that must include lifestyle changes and nutrition. The rebuilding of yin takes time and treatment must continue for at least a few months, often more, but it tends to be fairly reliable. Patients should generally expect to see some improvement in yin deficient signs and symptoms within four to six weeks, an improvement in sperm quality after three months. Sexual activity, including masturbation, should be avoided or limited in the early stages of treatment. The phlegm dampness and blood stasis patterns typically represent obstructions or impediments to flow through the reproductive tract. Phlegm dampness is typically seen in overweight or obese patients and those with benign or cystic swellings. Whereas blood stasis can be the result of surgery, vasectomy reversal, varicocele or trauma to the testicles. These are less common in my experience in the clinic and a lot more information on both of those can be found in the Clinical Handbook of Internal Medicine. And finally, it's not uncommon to encounter patients in the clinic who don't display any obvious pattern or disorder. Usually young men, 20 to 30 years old, or perhaps a little bit older, and no pathology is found to account for the fact that they've got a low sperm count. They appear otherwise reasonably healthy. When contributing environmental factors are taken into account, the tight underwear, laptop computers, and other sources of sperm-damaging heat are excluded, a good place to start treatment is with a prescription aimed at augmenting essence, such as the famous and wonderfully reliable Wutsa Yansongwan. 
Regardless of the pattern being treated, the treatment should continue for at least three months, which is the cycle of spermatogenesis, before retesting of the sperm to see if the treatment's been effective is undertaken. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode on male factor infertility with William McLean. If you would like to read the information that was mentioned, you can find the written article linked in the episode description. Mayway also offers two on-demand courses by William McLean that you can find at maywayeducation.com. And please subscribe to the show. It's a great way to show your support and to hear when our next episode comes out. In our upcoming episode, Dr. Kim Pirano will be talking about care and support during pregnancy loss. Until then, take good care of yourself and your patients. Chinese medicine matters, and so do you. Hi everyone, Lauren here again, wishing you a happy and healthy May. As many of you know, Chinese Medicine Matters is the podcast of Mayway Herbs, a TCM online store and dispensary where practitioners can ship directly to their patients. This month on Chinese Medicine Matters, we're focusing on women's health. We'll explore a wide array of topics related to women's health at different stages of life. So stay tuned for informative episodes you won't want to miss. And we're excited to offer a special discount on our Women's Health Formulas category the entire month of May. Practitioners use code WOMEN24 at checkout on mayway.com to receive a 15% discount. And remember to sign up for the Mayway Herbs newsletter for exclusive content and ongoing promotions. The episode description includes a link to sign up. And thanks again for tuning in and supporting Real Chinese Medicine.